This week begins a new book of the Torah, Devarim, Deuteronomy. It's the last book of the Torah, and it records a series of speeches that Moses delivers from just across the Jordan River, from the land of Israel, the Promised Land. He begins by addressing our ancestors and recounting our journey through the wilderness from the time that we received the Torah at Mount Sinai. At the brink of the Promised Land, our ancestors were paralyzed by fear, twice. The beginning of this week's Torah portion contains the profound admonition from God, you have stayed long enough at this mountain. Our ancestors received the law at Sinai and then hesitated to leave. We stayed at the foot of, mount, at the, foot of the mountain out of fear. We were comfortable in the shadow of Sinai and then in the presence of God. And leaving the mountain meant venturing into the unknown. When God said to us, you have stayed long enough at this mountain, God was telling us that we sometimes need to leave a place of comfort and venture into the unknown. So we left the foot of the mountain and beelined it for the promised land. We reached the southern border of Israel 11 days later. 11 days, that's it. But we were afraid to enter. We had sent scouts to survey the land, and while they brought back the report that the land was just as bountiful and wonderful as God had promised, it also contained powerful enemies who would be difficult to overthrow. For the second time, we were paralyzed by fear. Fear is indeed a powerful motivator. Fear can change the course of the world or the path of your life or the nature of your relationship with a loved one. Fear exists in nature in every living animal. At its core, it is a form of aversion to pain. All fear is linked with a specific pain. That pain can either be physical or emotional and it can be real or merely perceived. But the fear that it generates can be powerful. Fear protects us from pain and it protects us from danger. However, a danger does not have to be real in order to generate fear. Fear without danger is toxic. It can even lead to the very real pain that we are trying to avoid. A young person with a broken heart might be so afraid of getting hurt again that they sabotage their relationships. Someone who's too afraid of losing their savings might be fooled into handing them over to the wrong person to protect. The effect that fear has on us is clear. It can take the form of paralysis. We become so terrified of the outcome of a decision that we're unable and prefer not to make any decision at all. But life cannot be lived without some risk. Fear can lead to avoidance. We avoid that thing that can cause us pain, but sometimes we go to such great lengths in that avoidance that it results in loneliness or paranoia. Some people react to fear in the form of aggression 
rage or even malice might be directed against the source of anxiety or misdirected at whatever or whoever is close by. In the worst cases, fear leads us to behave with antipathy, the opposite of empathy. We dehumanize a person or a group that we perceive to be the source of our pain. We let fear harden our hearts. Our ancestors were paralyzed, first by the fear of the unknown and then by the fear of a powerful enemy. But why? Why should they have been afraid at all? That's exactly the question that confounds Moses over and over again. They literally had the presence of God in their midst, creating miracles for them and removing obstacles. They had witnessed firsthand the terrible plagues of Egypt and the parting of the Sea of Reeds. They experienced the voice of God delivering the Ten Commandments from Mount Sinai, and yet they were terrified of entering the land. To understand their fear, despite experiencing so many of God's miracles, we have to understand the nature of miracles. A miracle is quite simply something unexpected that we witness, which we previously believed to be impossible. Imagine, if you will, we all woke up tomorrow and suddenly discovered that we had the power of flight. Wouldn't you call that a miracle? Of course you would. But imagine if we woke up every day with that same miraculous ability. Day after day, we wake up and fly out of our beds to work. Eventually, it would become commonplace. Young children would never know a world where people couldn't fly. What began as a miracle would soon be perceived as commonplace. Once a miracle happens every day, we no longer consider it a miracle. The truth is, we do sort of have the ability to fly in planes. There was a time when such a feat was believed to be impossible and considered miraculous, but now we complain about the uncomfortable seating and the terrible food and the long wait times. Considering the primordial ooze that all life began, it's miraculous that we're here at all. It's miraculous that we're born and miraculous each and every day that we open our eyes and breathe in the air of a new day. We are surrounded by God's work every minute and every moment of our lives. Yet we forget too often that God is always at hand. Our ancestors became too comfortable with the miracles that they experienced and they lost their faith in God. Once they lost their faith, it was a slippery slope to living a life of fear and sacrificing the best possible future as a result, 38 years of war and wandering of death and anguish followed adoption of fear. We are often no better. We neglect to acknowledge in wonder the miracles which surround us day by day. You are here. You have survived everything that life has thrown your way. That is a miracle. Every day is a miracle. If you're like most people, you may look back at your life and think, 
It's a miracle you didn't turn out more screwed up than you are. <laughs> You're more resilient than you realize. Let that knowledge make you strong. Don't let others control your fear. It's yours and it's there to protect you. Don't just give it away. Don't give it away to newscasters who sell your fear to advertisers or public figures who sell, sell you fear in exchange for adopting their worldview. Don't let fear motivate your relationships. Be brave. You do not have to fear the pain of heartache because you have already survived heartaches. God is a God of love. And when you act out of love rather than fear, God will be at your side. This Torah portion tells us to, quote, fear no one for judgment is God's. It is not up to us to let fear rule our decisions and lead to paralysis or aggression or dehumanization. Judgment is God's and God is a God of love. Let love lead the way in your life's decisions accompanied by the faith that the eternal is at your side making miracles for you every day. You have stayed long enough at the mountain in fear of the unknown. Now is the time for love and faith to guide you toward your own personal promised land. Shabbat Shalom.